1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, money doesn't matter if you don't have your health, right? And if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And to teach these kids how to maintain a strong mental health every day. And what does that mean? Because sometimes if your lack of sleep, like which is number two, if your serotonin levels are low and you don't have a good sleep hygiene and you don't go through, you know, protect your sleep then that can start an addiction. It can start depression. It can start overeating, right? So keeping these basic blocks that you need to get through your everyday is I think the most important thing to teach our kids. And, you know, when you're not feeling well inside, you know, I don't have a lot of friends, but I have solid friends. I have five top girlfriends that I can call that will answer my call and talk me through anything, any time of the day, right? I don't need a lot of friends. I just need great friends. And I've, created that for myself. And if something plays in my head or I can't get out on my head, I am conditioned to pick up the phone and call it, call them, run it by them. And they talk me right through it and they go, okay, your problem, not your problem. Let it go. Five minute problem, five hour problem, five year problem. Like, you know, so we do have this little exercise that we can take each other through and kids need, but I didn't learn that until as an adult, right? So as a kid, you just start burying all this stuff and, I'm really trying to tell my daughter, you know, how to talk about it and let it out and get perspective on it, you know, because they in the teenage and the, you know, junior high years are just so tough. They're going through so many changes and they don't really even know who they are, what their style is, what they they don't know anything. And but to keep that all inside, you know, does create trauma and you know, I believe that it's, you know, issues in the tissues. So if you start to get an injury, an ache, a pain, something, I believe it's like something that you got to get out. And then that will release that pain, right? If your pain wasn't caused by an injury, because we have so many people are walking around with soft tissue injuries, soft tissue pain without an injury. Yeah. And they're just, your body is talking to them and like your body will try to talk to you, but you got to listen to it. Like, and so to teach the kids how to master their computer, their mind. To teach them how to listen to their body as an athlete. I think that is the most important building blocks that we can give them. And, you know, mental health is, it's a thing. We talk about it, you know, but you do have to put that good food inside your body. God made food, you know, you need to replenish yourself. Recovery is just as important practice.
2: Yeah. It's a kinetic chain, right? Like, like everything is connected and it's tough because, the moment with the alcohol, any drug prescription work, I mean, there's a cellular issue there that's going on. And of course we don't notice it, right? We're not seeing it. We're not seeing any effect because we don't look at the cellular level, but yet it's being depleted immediately. And so that starts an issue in the kinetic chain. And so, you know, I always feel like athletes have a level of tolerance for pain. I mean, you're used to sliding out and tearing up your shin or your knee. And yeah, I lost some skin. Like I'm going to put a bandaid on. It's going to be uncomfortable for a few days. <laughs> like, like discomfort is just not uncommon. You know, when you're playing sports. physical pain. Yeah. Like it's just, and, and I don't <laughs> even know if it's pain. I, I think it's really discomfort. I mean, I would say pain is a little different. You know, the, the question mm-hmm. always is, is are you injured or you hurt? You know, like, are you hurt for a minute? Because, like, like that hurts. And are you injured? And I, I think those are two different conversations. And I think the challenge is, is that the John Q public, they give the same pain meds to, you know, a woman who's never had done this, who's 57 years old, and gives the same prescription to a 22-year-old full-fledged adult athlete who's been through all this stuff. Like, wait a minute, man. He's not going to need a 40-day supply of pain meds. And like to ask him to take that is literally to me, a challenge like that. That's, that's a potential issue already just given the lifestyle and everything else, because we know the effects of any, you know, especially like a pain medication with any alcohol is a bad, bad mix. I mean, it's all over the bottle, you know, don't drink with this. And of course, but then we have the institutional issue of, Hey, it's after a game and we all go grab a beer and blah, blah, blah. And and then all of a sudden it's, ha- it's almost habitual that the effect comes on. So it's a real dangerous market and it's scary. And obviously it's proved to be a, a, a massive issue in our country, other places as well. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, going, let's come back to our decisions. I mean, when you're talking about quitting, yep. we're, you know, we're, we're quitting all sorts of things. You're, you want we, get yep. quit to win. You know what, what I may need to quit is something different than you need to quit. Right? Like, right. And I, I may need to quit staying up so late. I may need to quit right. pornography. I may need to right. quit, you know, my yarn, you know, sewing club because I'm spending, you know, I'm up till three in the morning doing it. Like these That's things right. that we enjoy and love. And, you know, some men, you know, it's watching sports. Well, so, yeah, you know, I got to stay up for the 12 o'clock sports center and make sure I get every game score. And, you know, like the gambling. Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk about quitting, you know, pick your poison. Right. I mean, and there are a, I mean, if we made a list of all the things to quit, it's a long list.
1: Yeah. So Trent, you bring up a really good point. I mean, it, it used to be just the basics, you know, sex, drug, money, shopping and the basics like that. But now addiction is anything that keeps you doing that you keep doing despite, in spite of consequences and and consequences could be time, health, money, ethics, right? Relationships. Anything that crosses those lines and you continue to do it, then that can become an addiction. So what they're saying is, you know, if you don't have an addiction yet, it's coming to a website near you. And that is the way that our technology is designed. I mean, the cell phone is a rattlesnake in your hand. Oh, It will bite you at some time. It's not if, it's just gonna be when, right? So if you don't time block your usage of that, you will get addicted because maybe you're low on sleep that day. Maybe you didn't eat properly. Maybe you didn't reach out and hug your spouse or your child to get that connection, that oxytocin that our body is supposed to make from that love hormone. So therefore you're getting it on a scroll in these short clip videos and they're so terrible for the brain, but they fire they make your brain fire up. So you wanna go back to that. And then you shut off like what's right here, your family, your friends, and what the live thing. There's two new terms I wanna tell you about. One is called fubbing and it's phone snubbing. And so it's when you're talking to somebody and they're looking down at their phone and you're you know at a restaurant. So fubbing is a new term and digiphrenia digifrenia means to be in two places at once. So you're trying to be your digital self or versus your physical self. So the 20 year old that's sitting in the corner at Thanksgiving dinner is more worried about their online feed and posting than they are actually engaging with their family that's around them. So they're having digifrenia and they, they like feel pulled, right? Because when you pull them back into the world and you say like, Hey, join us, join us over here. We're playing cards or we're playing games. They're like, they actually go through like a withdrawal, almost like a hard circuit. Like a, I have to put my phone down oh, and, you know, I can't yeah. go plug it in. And the thing, I mean, I am so ultra conscious. Um, you know, I have a digital drawer when everybody walks into the house, the kids, it's drop your phones here. It's your charging drawer, the drawer locks, you know, it's there. You can, if you need to call your parents, you can, but we're not going to, we don't have your phone in your hand yeah. for three hours, yeah. you know? And, that's the way the phone was designed. And it's not our fault that we're being hacked and our kids are getting hacked. We're getting hacked. And we just to be a super high achiever or just to be and live in homeostasis and be in your happy place. You just have to counter counter that every day, every single day. You have to counter it by the it's, daily. Dose.
2: It's so powerful. Right. I mean, and it's a scary environment and we're and we're seeing it. And, you know, the funny thing is, is I think a lot of people like, you know, hey, it's just the kids. And I'm like, you know, I don't think it's just the kids. Like, I see a lot of people on Facebook that I know and I'm like, hey, listen, like the things that you post aren't really anything like your life. (laughs) It's like, hey, I'm going to dress up and play like it's like this digifrenia where you're like, it's almost Mm -hmm. like a schizophrenic life. Like, hey, online, I'm this person.
1: Different personality, yeah, yeah. At home,
2: I'm dealing with all these issues, which is, you know, no one's ever actually seeing because they can't actually be their authentic self online because maybe people would stop watching. I don't know why, but you know, at the end of the day, it's a scary environment. And you know, I was dealing. You know, my oldest is almost twenty five, and and I can remember seven eight years ago when you know a couple of him and his buddies at seventeen years old are sitting on a couch, Mm -hmm. and I walk in, and I'm like. Hey, have you guys thought about food? And, and they said nothing. And then they're like texting to each other from one sofa to the other, like, hey, you want pizza? Like, and I'm like, wait a minute, are you guys texting each other? And they're like, well, you asked us what we wanted. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like we could talk about it. Like, we could, I'm like, give me your phones right now. Like, I'm not having this, man. And I'm like, you can't even talk to someone. I think the other thing that I've seen is a real, scary environment for our kids and your children are a little younger than mine. You have one that's kind of my child's and it's the fact that there's a boldness in the conversation that people will have online that they would never say in person. Like Mm -hmm. there are things that, you know, we're going back to the junior high dance where all the boys you know are holding up walls because like, Oh my gosh, interact with a girl and face the fact that I might have to cross a room ask beautiful crystal to dance and she's gonna say no and my whole being of confidence everything is shot right but behind the phone it's like hey they'll ask all sorts of stuff and it's like (laughs) wait what like you would never go up to somebody and ask them that in person. And I feel that, and I feel that's, that's extremely unhealthy. I don't know if there's a name for that because I want to come up with a name for that. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know if it's digit confidence. I don't know what it is, but it's like, you know, it's, yeah. it's Well, scary.
1: My, and one of my daughter's club teams, her coach, her club, the whole club wide, they have a no cell phone policy. So when they're in the weekend tournaments, it's no cell phone. Right. So, because they, they talk about like, remember those great games like the times that you bond with your team is when is in between the games. Yeah. And when you're on the road together and when you're doing these things and sitting, you know, and having your sandwiches in between the game and talking about and all that stuff. And that if a coach isn't conscious, that doesn't happen anymore because no. everybody will go right back into the, into their phone. So it it is a strict n- and no practice. There's no, no phone in practice and there's no phone in, in our tournaments because we have and when you go back to basics this is our meeting spot this is where the parents are you know what i mean we just do the old school and i really like the club for that reason because they they they're acknowledging you know the importance of sports and some of the great things that come from sports and kids learning and you know you all have to kind of be on the same page to get to get the phones out of their hands
2: yeah well one of the things that you know when you think about like coming back on I think there's a lot of coaches that can't model that, right? They, right? they, they, almost are the same people like, man, I can't wait till we get back to the bus. Cause I've got, you know, I bet yeah. I've got four likes to my post this morning and i got, you know, some people, I got a text and you know, and That's I think the thing
1: about fubbing, if you don't want to fub your kids, teach your kid that word, because chances are you're fubbing them. Yeah. You know, when you're in the kitchen, you're finishing up a thing. And they're like, dad, I want to tell you about my day. And, you know, like, okay, hold on. I just like, got to finish. And then if you teach them that term, bubbing, it, it and you make it a culture in your house, they will hold you to it as well as you holding them to it. So yeah. our policy is if sure cell phone time is fine, but if we're in the room, our phones are down. If you're yeah. going to, so you need to treat your phone just like you would a traditional phone. You need to excuse yourself and go make that text, make that phone call. Okay. I'll be right back. You know, because you just—it's not fair. And it, your your brain, when you're on your phone, it's like you're on pot. Okay, your response—you're like, "Huh? What?"
2: Yeah. So they tested
1: that. They put the phone in your hand, and they've done it with driving as well. That your response is worse than that than you're on pot. So why would you you wouldn't smoke pot and be with your family? So why would you be on your phone and be with your family?
2: Wow. That's powerful right there, right? Like what's happening. So let's kind of come back to, you know, there's a, a lot of challenge. I mean, you look at the, the alcohol challenge for you and things that were coming into your life, these addictive things. were really in your life, I mean, by 20, right? I mean, it's really starting. And our and, kid's
1: even younger now with the friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're but, teaching them about addiction early.
2: Yeah. Now you go in and fight this thing – For, I mean, this isn't an overnight, like, oh, I I figured this all out. Like, and, and I mean, you go 20 plus years in this battle. Is that fair?
1: Yes, it is. My life was filled with a lot of blank spaces. I struggled for a long time, but my life from the outside. So physically, you know, I'm this yoga instructor. I'm winning, you know, fitness competitions. Physically, I look great. Emotionally, I was dying. And it, it took a, my friend's suicide, which is really what put me over the edge. And same thing. She was full scholarship to ASU and committed suicide. And I never really processed that. But yeah, I went 20 years with an addiction to alcohol and then pills and then pain pills and then more pills and back and forth. And, and it's nuts. You know, most diseases, let's just say all diseases are progressive. So you don't just wake up one day with diabetes, right? This is a slow, progressive disease. Alcoholism is not a problem until it's a problem. Yeah. And I had a lot of people around me, enablers. I had a lot of help with my kid, you know, but it wasn't until I saw my daughter, saw my friend lose, you, you know, they either end up in jail, dead or you lose your civil rights and where you can't drive your kid anymore. Yep. Like you can't drive your kid to school, right? Yep. Or, or if you went away to rehab, then maybe you went to jail. Then maybe you came back. I'm watching housewives that look just like me. This happened to, and it was, they call it the yets. And, you know, Arizona used to be very tolerant. And then it went to a no tolerant state and then Uber just extended that. So, so what you can Uber, you can drive, you know, but and drinking laws and license started to open up everywhere. So now they're at the country club. So you can drink while your kid's at a swim lesson. Now you can drink while you're at the grocery store. Now you can drink, you know, while you're watching a dance lesson. And then you can just Uber home. So if you're not breaking any laws, is it still, are you breaking the law? So this slowly, I created this life that caged me and, slowly snuck up on me until it was just a problem, you know? And then, you know, husband's traveling all the time and you're raising kids and you deserve it. And this mommy wine culture that is just out there and it is good for nobody, you know? I mean, it,
2: you know, I, I think one of the things that you just hit on this is like, it's all progressive. And I feel like it's one of the things that we've really missed. Um, it's, it, it's one of the things that we've really missed in our culture because, you know, it's funny that, you know, there's a certain person that would go, Hey, listen, I'm a progressive. I'm a pro- Yeah. Yeah, you are. Like we are enabling this behavior at an age that makes no logical sense because it's like, we forgot that it is a progressive downfall. These little decisions, one little decisions, you know, again, back to that kinetic, it, it's going to mm-hmm. affect this chain. It's going to affect this chain. It's going to affect this chain. And then, you know, and then it keeps happening and it has a larger scale and, You know, no one's going to ever argue with like, no, I'll always just need three drinks a day. And that's all I'll ever need. Like (laughs) you won't. Then you'll need four. Then you'll need five. Then, you know, like it's always been progressive and in both a good and bad way, right? Like, you know, you know, in your health and fitness, if you just did the same workout, you don't get the same result after two months. You've got to mix it up. You've got to progress that. It has to be progressive and you have to challenge that body, right? Because physiologically, it won't adapt if it has nothing to adapt to. And so we're, we're in this and I just feel like, you know, we're letting you know i had a guy on my show named jim ayers and jim was a former president of amway and he's like man you know the book i hate is don't sweat the small stuff like hey man it's all sweat small stuff and you better be watching all of it like like because these little things like you just don't do and just decide like oh that's not important like one day it's gonna be one day it's gonna be a problem one day it's gonna be this big problem and you know as a parent I always saw this with kids, like if we if we had like this little thing, and we didn't nip it, we were like, oh my gosh, we're just too tired to deal with it, you know. Then my little mouse size problem came back as a laptop size problem, and then I didn't want to deal with that either, and so it came back as my desk size problem, you know, two months later, and then it's back two months later as a room size problem, and now the next one's a house size problem, and I'm like going, I don't know if I can bail you out of jail. (laughs) Like, what are we talking about? Because I've ignored. All these little yeah. steps that, that the signs are there. And, and when you say progressive, you know, I, I, I was always reminded of like to catch a predator, right? When they do these things on the show and it's like, hey, the pastor didn't just show up today and get online and offer a six-pack to a 12-year-old. Like there's a bunch of little things that happened along the way and somebody ignored all of it, right? And, and that person particularly for sure, but it's progressing.
1: Yeah, it is, and it, it's like what they say. Like the for the pilot, if you're leaving LAX and you're one degree off heading for JFK, you're going to end up in the ocean. You know, yeah. so having a you clear, DC
2: actually, yeah, yeah, you, you
1: to have a yeah. very clear ethical, financial, spiritual plan of where you're going. It makes those decisions easy. Like you were saying, the high achievers, like it's easy to go through invitations for me and be like, no, 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 I don't go anywhere without purpose. You know, unless I have purpose to be there and I'm fully sure that I should be there. Do I go? It's not just about, you know, because I got stuff to do and, you know, automating your breakfast, automating habit stacking, those good things. And just because when you're tired, you'll fall back to your habits. So if you have good habits, like every time I wash my car, I get gas. You know, I'm never getting gas in a random gas place because my life, it just doesn't I don't have to. It's always full. And if I leave town or I leave my bubble, I always know I have enough gas. For example, and people running out of gas. Like I when they go, I gotta get gas or electric car, or whatever. I'm always like, that's such amateur hour. Like you rookie, <laughs> just stop, get off the field, just stop playing. Don't even don't, well, just don't
2: show up. <laughs> it's it's one of the things that many people don't understand about to be elite, right? Like they're thinking like, you know, it's, it's the small things, you know, you know, I, I, I love, I want to hear, you know, what you, what you would recommend. I mean, you know, you got people hurting out there and I want to end with two things. One is the quote, or or something that you read, something you go back to that, that levels you right away to get you back to the daily dose to get you back. I mean, like, Hey, I'm a little bit off the line. I don't want to land in DC. (laughs) You know, like, Hey, we need to get that one degree back and and get it back on course for New York. So is there something that, you know, you really is, is like a go-to for you
1: every day. It's if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything.
2: And that's it. You just say, you read it. You got to review everything on your schedule immediately. Go. Why am I doing this? Like, don't need this in my life. No,
1: I don't. I'm I'm so systematic already that I don't even have those decisions in my, you know, in my world anymore, because I used to have after I stopped having alcohol noise, which took me a while to settle down, then I had food noise. But now if you like for, it's just easy. Keep it simple. You God made foods. Like if you go to a restaurant, like, Oh, what should I have? What should I have? No, I have the same thing every time. You know what I mean? If you just stick to your principles and your basics, you know, work out as soon as you drop the kids. So if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, you know, that that. applies to everything.
2: Yeah. And I love that. I've seen a lot of people struggle with holding a standard. And and listen, and I have a lot of admiration for people, even where I don't agree with their standard. I'm like, okay with the fact like, hey, I really wouldn't live my life to that standard and I'm okay. Like, but I admire that they're staying on it. You know, like. I I do too. (laughs) Yeah. And so. I, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Well, How about one thing for our guests? I have a quote that I thought about as I was thinking about interviewing you today, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. So the, my last, the quote is, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And then back to the daily dose and the daily dose is water, sleep, food, nutrition, movement, and connection. And those turn on all your natural chemicals. And once you master that, you can master anything. So first master yourself, and then you can master anything in life and become a a high achiever. You know, the the sky's the limit.
2: Let's go down that list again. Water, sleep, food,
1: water, sleep, food, connection, and movement connection with the higher power and yourself and others so there's three types of connection like have you put your feet in the grass today you know did you reach out to somebody and i'm I'm gonna
2: run down that and do that right after the show by the way i am running down put my feet in the grass it's like 70 something here i don't know what to do with myself in indianapolis because we've been in an ice storm for three days and okay self higher power and what was the other Others. others others So if okay. you just
1: if, if sometimes if you have something running around in your head and you just call up somebody else and you say, how are you? Yeah. Like it pops you out of your head right away. Like it, yeah. you know, get out of yourself because
2: um,
1: you got to break the loop.
2: You know, when I've struggled with the winter doldrums, like one of the things like we have a big snow and I literally go across the street and shovel my neighbor's driveway because mm-hmm. I just feel like I got to do something for somebody. Like I, I'm so stuck in my own mired trash. It's right? <laughs> like, like it's not good and I got to connect to somebody else and. And I just, you know, when you're connecting to someone else and serving someone else, it's always brought me back that connection and, and leveled me. As I was thinking, Crystal, as I think about, we're, you know, we've known for a week that we are going to do this. So, you know, I really thought of this quote, each day you choose whether to work towards a goal or not. When you decide to do it every day, then growth is inevitable. And that's by Oli Sendidas. And man, I just okay. thought like... You know, it's simple, right? Like, hey, listen, here's my goal. It's simple. This is what I'm going for. Right. Like, but it's easy to get distracted, you know? So, for those folks out there, like, hey, Crystal, first of all, thanks for coming aboard. I'm so happy to have you on the show. And for folks that are listening, I mean, decide out there. You got to decide what you're going to quit, get your daily dose. Get it going. Like, just with the stuff of technology alone, I'm changing things already in my life. Like, it's awesome. So, thank you, Crystal, so, so much for being with us. Thrilled we could do this together and uh, looking forward to seeing you next time. Okay.
0: Thanks, Trent. Rebellious Infusions are organic-flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious Infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants, and loads of l thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off your next purchase, use the code 99999. Do you want to be our next guest? Or do you have inspiring stories to share? Or do you love to inspire, support, and empower thought leaders? Feel free to send Trent a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Leadershipity.